Good morning and welcome to Game Changers Devotional. We're glad to have you on the call. If it's the first time you're here, uh, we don't think anybody shows up on this call by accident. And uh, we are actually certainly glad that you've been able to join us this morning. I uh, want to remind you uh, that uh, if you know anybody you think might enjoy the call or this might help them during the week, feel free to give them the call-in number or forward the reminder text that we send out. And uh, that's an easy way for them to get on the call. We do have um, our um, recordings that we put up on on um, uh, Spotify. It's a division of Spotify called Anchor, but we also put them up on the Facebook page we have uh, of the devotional each week. And uh, so we just want to remind you of that. Uh, this morning I want to do something a little different. Uh, Jay Edwards, are you on the call? Uh, yes, sir, I am. Um, Jay is a faithful member of this call. And uh, and uh, Jay has suffered a loss this week of his wife. And uh, and, and I, I just want us to start out this morning. I would love to just pray for Jay and, and y'all join me in prayer. Uh, and uh, Jay is a good man. And uh, I've just been impressed with this, everything that I've seen out of Jay. And, and uh, as, as our devotional call, I just want to lift him up. The Lord, thank you so much for the day that we have. I just pray that you would be with Jay, dear God. I just pray that uh, you would be with him, give him comfort, peace. Uh, I can only just imagine that there's just questions and things that Jay has to deal with, dear God, that that I don't even have a clue about, but you know what they are. And uh, I just pray that, that you would be with him and his family. And uh, I just lift him up to you this morning and, and know that you uh, are comforting him and you will give him some peace through this whole situation. These things I ask in your name. Amen. Well, guys, this morning we are uh, honored to have Jacob James leading our devotional, so I'm going to turn the call over to Jacob now. Uh, you know, um, I know it's been a tough week for Jay, and, uh, you know, for uh, you know, for me, I've uh, because I love Jay, um, he's not just a calls and origin guy. I mean, he is a, a truly a friend of mine, and uh, I know it's hurt. And uh, I got to, I had another friend this week that lost his father unexpectedly. And uh, so I got to talk to my wife about this because it's always an opportunity. Um, you know, when you love Jesus, you can share things. Because God's heart becomes your heart. His thoughts become your thoughts. And uh, Solomon in Ecclesiastes 12, he talks about the silver cord. And that silver cord connects, it holds together our body and our spirit, our soul. It's held together. And when you die, that cord breaks immediately, and your soul will return to God. And that's great comfort and great peace, knowing as a Christian that Jesus Christ made a way for us to come immediately into the presence of God. And Solomon says, your body will return to the earth the very dust that it came from. And, uh, and I got to share that with my wife. And uh, I want to share that with you guys because it's always a great opportunity to know that we have a God who loves us and a God that through His Son paved the way for us to be with Him. Father God, this morning, we just thank You for the opportunity that we can come together. And God, with a desire on our heart, just love You and love You more. And so, Father, right now, if you just move me out of the way, Lord, I don't know what I'm saying, but God, you do. 
So, Father, if you'll just speak through me, teach us what we need to know this morning so that we grow closer to you. God, I thank you for game changers, and I thank you for every person on this call. In your name I pray. Amen. You know, there was a a great southern uh, pastor. His name was uh, Fred Craddock. And uh, if you ever have a chance, you can uh, just YouTube him if you care and you want to hear him. Um, He died in 2015, but um, he was just so witty in his sermons. They could be funny, but he could also bring you to tears. And uh, he was just so good. And he taught many his craft and his skills of how to how to have a sermon that will really engage the listener and uh, and then also turn their hearts towards Jesus. And he was just amazing, the gift that God gave him. And one of my favorite uh, graphic sermons, um, he does this illustration, and, and only the way he could do it. And so I can't do it as good, but I want you to hear it. And I want it to hit your heart because it's... Uh, it's something that's um, something that touched me when I heard it. And Fred Graddock, in his uh, in his story, he uh, he goes into a family's house and goes into their living room, and he strikes up a conversation with a family dog. And the family dog was a a greyhound, and uh, a greyhound that used to race the track. And uh, here's the conversation that Graddock started with the dog. And Graddock says, "So, uh, are you still racing any?" And the dog said, no, no, I don't race anymore. Well, don't you miss the excitement? Don't you miss the glitter of the track? And the dog said, no, not really. Well, what's the matter? Did you get too old? No, no, I still had some race, race left in me. Well, did you not win? Oh, no, no, I won. I won over a million dollars for our owner, and I was still winning. Then what was it? Did they treat you bad? Oh, no, they treated us royally when we were racing. Well, did you get hurt? must have been an injury. No, no, I was fine physically. And Graddock just kept up his inquiries with the dog. And finally he says, then what? What happened? And the dog said, I quit. Graddock says, you quit? That's what I said. I quit. Well, why did you quit? And the dog said, well, one day I discovered that what I was chasing was not really a rabbit. So I quit. And then the dog looked Graddock directly in the eyes and said these words, Mr. Graddock, all that running and running and running and chasing around the track and what I was chasing wasn't even real. You know, Solomon, the man that we were just talking about, God spoke through Solomon, one of the wisest men, was the wisest man to ever walk the earth, according to God's word. Solomon concluded, and you can read it in the book of Ecclesiastes, at the end of his life, he wrote Ecclesiastes. And he said, I've concluded, after all that I had, everything, there's nothing that God denied me. I had more horses than entire nations, more chariots than entire nations, Anything I wanted, I didn't stop myself. I didn't refrain from getting it. I had everything. And at the end of his life, he wrote these words. And he said that apart from God, everything is empty, hollow, and meaningless. I had it all. I had promotion. I had pleasure. I had recognition. I had fame. 
money, hobbies, you name it. I had it. Everything. And Solomon says it was like chasing after the wind. Completely meaningless. You know, there's a famous scripture in the Bible, and you'll see it a lot. If you've ever been to Sunday school, if you've ever been to vacation Bible school, if you've ever gone into a church, in fact, if you walk into somebody's house now that's a Christian, you may see this on, on the walls of their house. It's Jeremiah 29:11. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And I love that, too. I love that, too. But if you keep reading, God gives you the absolute secret to that. But you've got to keep reading. You've got to know his heart. And so just two verses over, 29, 13, this is what God says changes everything. And he says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart, and I will be found by you. God wants a relationship with you. He wants you. He wants your heart. Is anybody going to take the time to seek him? And the writer of Hebrews chapter 8, he says, Through Jesus Christ, God poured out his very own soul onto you. His very own soul. He says, God's thoughts will become your thoughts. And now God's heart will become your heart. A real relationship with a real God. And in Hebrews 4, he goes on and says, God's words will be living and active. But how? How are God's words going to be living and active? It's through the Bible, through God's words. God's word is living and active. Because if you feed on God's words, they come alive in you. Pieces of God will shine out in you. And then you'll live full. And you can die empty because God became living and active in every aspect of your life. And now the promotion that used to be hollow, God was there with you, and you'll see how he opened the door for it. It's no longer hollow. Because you get the promotion, you thought this was going to be everything. And then you're still disappointed. Because it wasn't everything. Now you have God in your promotion. Then your relationship, people that you hire to do your fire investigations, they're not just somebody. They're everybody. God wants your relationships. And the boss at work that you need to tell him how grateful you are to him or her, you'll wake up and say, God, I'm so thankful for you, boss. Because God will put it on your heart. And then you'll live a life that says, I'm not looking for blessings to come into my life. I'm looking to be a blessing in other people's lives. And that's Jeremiah 29:11. I have plans for you and a future for you. And you're going to go out and be the blessing. But you're going to know my heart. I'm going to give it to you through a relationship with a real God. Solomon's father was King David. And King David was a man after God's very own heart. He defeated Goliath. He was the greatest king that Israel ever had. Fortunate for us, we have his last words. You can read them. 2 Samuel chapter 23, which David states, 
his greatest accomplishment in life. And here's his greatest accomplishment in life. The Spirit of the Lord spoke through me. His words were on my tongue. Did you know God wants to speak through you? God wants to speak through you. When you seek me, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Father God, I just thank you so much this morning for your word. God, it's everything. But so often we make it very little. Not today, Lord. Not today. Don't let us harden our heart to your word. Father God, we thank you so much for Jesus Christ who paved a path for us. May we spend our days not chasing what's not real and chasing Jesus. Pray these things in your name. Amen.